Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're going to dive into some of these games coming up this weekend, but first, it is 5 o'clock here on The Fan. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on The Fan. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere, and by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. All right, a very special night in the Morash House. I'm making my movie theater return for the first time since 2018. You've been to a movie since 2018? That's right. I saw Blockers with John Cena, okay? And I've <laughs> done a lot of movies at home. Have wow. not been to a movie theater since. The pandemic hit. I had two kids. Tonight, me and my wife make the trek. Go wow. Back. And what are you going to see? Wonka. I've seen Wonka. Wonka. My yeah. wife said it was great. She great liked the movie. kids. I have not seen it yet. This is one of those my wife wants to see it, wants to go, and you know what? I like the movies. Haven't been. This is where you want to go, honey. Let's go. Wonka's tremendous. You're getting look at all the thumbs up you got. You got Ziggy's wife. Is it a dine-in? Is it a dine-in? No, it is not. As a matter of fact, we're doing real old school. We're doing something we wouldn't, haven't done since high school before the movie. We're going to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> I said, awesome. if, I said, if we're going, it's in the same park. I said, we're going to do a little nostalgia I, I thought here. he was going to say we're going to make out. Yeah, All right. That's that's what I well, you know first what? last. If the night goes well, maybe. We're going to be necking in the back of the car. <laughs> maybe. So if I'm going to do it, it's, it's almost like a throwback night. More on that next week. Okay. So with that, I'm going to give you, to me, the five great movie theater candies. Oh. Mm, movie ah. theater candies. Not candies. Movie theater candies. Now, do you realize that I guess it was when I saw Wonka. I tweeted out my favorite all-time... I did not know that. ...movie candy. I was in the theater with Wonka, took the picture, tweeted it out. I'm so, curious if it'll be up there. All right. right. Here we go. Number five. Twizzlers. 100% money. By, by the way, Tiki responded to that so much quicker than any turd money. met that became a turd Yankee yesterday. <laughs> he couldn't wait to give me a heard of Twizzlers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make this clear. I actually don't like Twizzlers, but what? I make I make an exception in the movie theater. The Twizzlers, uh, perp, you bite both ends, you turn it into the soda straw, everything that goes with it. I think a Twizzler only actually tastes good in a movie theater. Hmm. Twizzlers are very average candy. Very That's average. not true. Very average. That's not true. No, By the way, I don't think Twizzlers have the, the – they're hollow. I think you're thinking of the red, uh, the uh, – what are, the, what are the other ones? Hold it's on. a Twizzler knockoff. It's no. like a... Twizzlers, you could definitely turn into a straw. I still... Nope. I did it for Halloween. Nope. It wasn't Twizzler. I think you're thinking of something else. Yeah, dude. this isn't the right. Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese's thing again. Gonna... Number four. Cookie dough bites. Cookie mm. dough bites? What's that? Okay, so this box is something you rarely mm. see in stores, and I did a little research. They are still available tonight. It's like an orange box, and essentially it's like chocolate-covered instead of almonds. Yeah. Little cookie dough bites. I mean, it actually sounds pretty good. They're I've never had it. They're delicious, but they're like they're quintessential with the movie. You are never get them anywhere else. Are they They're frozen not frozen. Sort of? They're right in the same box like hmm. everything else up front. Hmm. You pop them open. You shake that box open. Cookie dough bites with covered chocolate. Mwah. All right. Mm. All right. Mwah. Number three. Snowcap. Yes. I was, you know, I'm so glad you said it because as you were describing the cookie dough bites, all I could think about was snowcaps. And what's <laughs> weird about snowcaps is outside of a movie theater or back in the day when you used to go to Blockbuster, I would <laughs> oh, yeah. buy it at Blockbuster along with whatever video I was renting that night. Outside of that, it's like snowcaps don't exist. I, you're mm. so Evan, it's like you're reading my script. And by the way, for the older folk, non parallels, I think they call yes, them. Yes, I was about to uh, say. But, yes. You, you're right. You never eat this candy. Except it's not non-parallel. It's called non-parel. Non-parallel. It's not non-parallel. It's non-parel. All right. Whatever. Snowcap. <sighs> it's the chocolates. But you're right. It's a movie candy. That's yes, it. That's it. 
You never eat this anywhere else. Number two. Sour Patch Kids slash Sour Worms. Ugh. Look, I know Ugh. this is very new school, okay? Yeah. It's like having a quarterback that rushes for 80 yards. It kind of goes, you know, you wouldn't have had this 20 years ago. The sugar coating ripping up your tongue. What a feeling. What a rush. <laughs> Evan doesn't my, like my it. Kids, my kids love those, Sean. Yeah, but, yeah it's I a kid can't thing. stand them. I can't stand them. I think my bias is that chocolate. Like, it's got to be chocolate when I'm at the theater, not these, like, fruity mm. candies. Mm. I don't know. I, don't, I go hit and miss. That's why sometimes I, I Number one is big. I'm very nervous about this. Number All one right. is obvious. Number one. Coming from a great all-time movie. Is it this? I'm holding up my picture. It is not, Evan. I'm gonna I am gonna I'm gonna quote one of the great movies of all time. Reese's Pieces. Uh, Reese's Pieces is great. It's Reese's Pieces. Number two. Here's why it's not number one. Here's why disappointed me. You disappointed me. Okay, can I tell you why it's number one? You disappointed Evan too. You've disappointed all our entire audience. That's not true. Right. Because real ones know. It is the only candy. It is the only candy with the perfect texture, taste, and ordinance that you can dump an entire box into a bucket of popcorn and eat them together, creating the ultimate movie snack. And that is why it gets pushed up to number one. Kiss my fat ass if you disagree. All right, Tiki, go first, and then I'll uh, attack him. Peanut M and M's are number one. Peanut M and M's. I don't like wow. nuts in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I. He, Sean brings up a lot of great points. Reese's Pieces is a top three, probably top two candy. Can, uh, candy, mm. And the whole thing with the popcorn, I didn't realize until a few weeks ago. Yo, when I've, I never, went to I've the never theater, done that, by the way. So I, I have no idea. Dude, I've never done it either. And I, it may have been something you actually said on the air or it's something my wife said. Somebody said something. So when I was at the theater, mm-hmm. and I don't even, I'm not a big popcorn guy. But my youngest son, my oldest son, they both need their own bottle of popcorn or box of popcorn. <laughs> How do you phrase it? A yeah. bottle of popcorn. They're never finishing it. And what I've learned is I'm the vacuum cleaner. Yep. So whatever <laughs> they don't eat, I'm eating. So, of course, my little guy, actually my big guy, has like five bites. He hands it to me. I'm done. I'm like, oh, my God. I got this whole <laughs> box of popcorn. <laughs> so I then dump the, uh, the Reese's Pieces in there yeah. thinking this is going to be so stupid. Why am I even doing this? And then one bite in, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. So, okay, yeah. so what makes it so good? Oh, dude. Well, first of all, Reese's Pieces as a candy is top three, top mm. two. He's right about that. I, I don't know what makes the well, mix good, Tiki, because I, I, I never thought it would be. I don't, don't the pieces fall to the bottom? No, no. And- no, allow me, Tiki. The, the trick here is you can't wait an hour and a half into the movie where it's going to still. The warmth of the popcorn acts as an incinerator to the Reese's Pieces. So the peanut butter and chocolate coating has a slight but not full melt to it. So some of the popcorn gets a little chocolatey, a little peanut buttery, and you still get like kind of that crunch and taste of the Reese's Pieces. It's like the perfect amount. It's almost like toasting a marshmallow. The perfect That's way. not what I did, Tiki. But don't so you what get I- like dye and like chocolate all over your hands and who stuff? Get that, who cares? Well, that's going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. What you do is, and I'm a rookie at this, Tiki, I admit this. I took the real little Reese's Pieces and I stuck it in the kernel. Like, I stuck Ooh. it in the little hole of the popcorn Ooh. so that when I eat the popcorn, I got the tasty treat already there like a sandwich. That's not bad either. Mm. Oh. Thank you. That sounds, like you too went- much, sounds like too much work to me. It is a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Come on. But the one that's number one is the Butterfinger Mini. The Butterfinger Mini, which, again, exclusively a movie candy. You well, don't buy the Butterfinger Mini anywhere. You buy Butterfingers. You get the bar. You maybe get the giveaway that's in a package, but I'm talking about like opening up a box and there being eight little tiny Butterfingers in there. Number one, case closed. Uh, boom. I'm going to prove I'm not a contrarian, Evan. I just told you it's the first time since 2008 I'm 18 I'm going to the movie theater. I've never seen those at a movie theater, so I don't know how. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply newer that is to a movie theater. What? I know what a Butterfinger is, but not the small Butterfinger on wraps that you show me. You've seen that, Tiki, right? Yeah, I have. Okay. But I could, we go to a lot of movies. A lot of movies. So. I have not seen that. I will make a move. Butterfinger is actually my wife's favorite candy, period. So she'll love it. She's with me. So there will be a box of Butterfinger on wraps. I, I don't know when this started, and this is more for Tiki, Sean, because you're going to your first movie in five years, but I recently noticed post-pandemic, because obviously pandemic happens. I didn't go to a movie for a while. A lot of us didn't. And then even after it ended, it took a while before we went back. Yeah, Saquon wasn't even drafted last movie. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and so we go back, and I love movies. Like I may take my kids to a movie tomorrow. We're debating the, the possibilities of it. So I become kind of like you, Tiki, a movie guy. What I realized coming back from the pandemic is that it is now assigned seats. That when yeah. you buy movie tickets... It is like going to a concert or a sporting mm-hmm. event. They're assigned seats. And when that first happened, I, I thought that was peculiar. Now I'm used to it, and now I bleeping love it. <laughs> the assigned seat yeah. at a movie theater is the greatest, it, not invention, but greatest, I guess, alteration to the movie-going experience that's ever been done for a bunch of reasons. Number one, if you're late, like you don't get there that early. And the number two, when you get up. Like, I've always wondered, like, I'm at the movie, I got my seats, yep. now I gotta get up with my kids to get the candy. What, you think putting a jacket down <laughs> is just gonna scare people away? Doesn't work! It should, but it doesn't. It doesn't. The assigned seat, greatest thing they've added to movies. So saying yes. this is my seat is gonna stop a guy from beating you up and giving you a swirly? If someone wants to sit there, they don't care that you prepaid and bought the seat, so it doesn't really work. Never ever run yeah. that experience. I thought you were gonna say you get to pick where you wanna sit, like the aisle, the middle, because you love that stuff at sporting events. Well, yeah, but, but that's a part of it. It's connected to it, but no, your first point is ridiculous. Yeah, no, no one's yeah. ever yeah. kicked yeah. out right. your seat. Your, your seat is protected by the theater monitor, so sure. you just go tell somebody. Yeah. Before, you couldn't tell anybody. Right. No, like, see, right that's a, your fault. It's like going to a stadium or an airport. Like, you know... You know where you're sitting. That's right. it. Yes. And they charge more for that, by the way. And that's why they had to do it, because they were losing money on their margin. So they had to figure out a way to make more money. Is that right? true? Make you buy your seat. Absolutely. Wait, so this alteration occurred, like, post-pandemic? Money's no, no, down. no. It's been going on for a decade plus. No way. At some theaters. Some theaters. Yeah, and now theaters. every theater caught on. He's right, because the last time I went to a movie, it was the same. It was, it was like the beginnings of this movie theater doing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, right now, today. And it, it costs more. And you have to yes. reserve it. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I've always just thought movie tickets just cost more because everything goes up. Inflation, like, just prices are up. But this was a thing that kind of trickled in, and now it's everywhere, right? There's no movie theater where you just first come, first serve, right? I haven't, I haven't been to a movie theater. Well, you know, I don't, I've only gone to the ones that are in my town. And ah, so you're going to the same about, theaters. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of the last movie theater I went to where you just could sit wherever you want. And I, I, I can't remember it. It's mm-hmm. been so long. Like, the last time I remember it, I'm telling you, is pre-pandemic. In the non Dining in movie theaters, which you brought up yeah. earlier, I used to think were great. I had one bad experience where the food was just like so awful. Dude, like, you don't go off. to the dine-in for the food. What's your problem? You go to the dine-in so you could drink beer and wine and that's, whatever. That's a good point. While you're watching a movie. <laughs> that's a good point. Eat, eat before. It's, it's going to be crappy a, you know food. What? Don't you have to get up and go to the bathroom a million times if you're drinking beers and wine during no. a movie? Are you with you? Bless your bladders. Mini bathroom. Maybe I'm on the way out. Lugau, we're good for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trump. Thank you. Sing it at 5.0 every day, 5 o'clock right here on The Fan. And enjoy your movie experience. And enjoy Wonka. It's a hell of a movie. So this weekend, it's all on the line. I think it's obvious, though, the game that I'm looking most forward to. I assume we're all looking most forward to the same game. 
which is the one that got flexed in the Sunday night, the Buffalo-Miami game. Yeah, of course. Very straightforward. It's for the AFC East. You've got a Buffalo Bill team. It's funny when you look at these two teams, two division rivals of the Jets. The Bills have trended up in a way that feels so surprising because about five or six weeks ago, it looked like there was this air of inevitability that this season was going to be a disaster and potentially Sean McDermott was going to lose his job. Yeah. To the point where we came on the air and I own it, and we talked about, boy, the Bills may trade Josh Allen. Like, that's on the table. And the Giants should go after him. That was a Mm -hmm. real discussion we had, and it wasn't something that was fake or brought up because we needed something to talk about. Like, genuinely at that moment, that's where things looked like they were going. Yeah, and now the the Bills Bills were broken. It did, didn't it? Yeah, so and, what, they, and they were, and, it, and they fired their offensive coordinator, and Joe Brady comes in, and it's back to normal, it feels like. You know, they're not as good as they were a couple of years ago, but it does feel like the Bills can beat anybody. And so to win the division, or potentially not even be in the playoffs, is a, is a, it makes that game so compelling. Absolutely. The, and we'll know going into that game, because all the results will be done, and obviously there are certain scenarios that would lead to the Bills being in a play-in game, where if they win, they're the two-seed in the and they win their division, and if they lose, they make the playoff, or miss right. the playoffs, which is like crazy to think about, <laughs> that there could be that kind of extreme. And then obviously the thing I'm most run in is seeing the destruction of the fraud Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Seeing them sink to the level of having to play. Now, they'll still make the playoffs. I get that. But to sink to the level of having to play a road wild card weekend game and keep the odds high that the streak will continue. Because I know Tiki hates the Jet Patriot streak, but you know what streak I love? What's that? The streak of the Dolphins having not won a postseason game in 25 years. I don't know if I even knew that. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, just but they haven't been in there. They haven't been to a lot, right? Been, I mean, look, they were there last year. I know, but it's only been what? three or four games. Like, I agree. Yeah. If yeah. you look up their losing streak of postseason games, I'll do it for you right it now. It wasn't like the Bengals who were just like consistently there, just could never win. No. But the, but the last two times the Dolphins got there, they had to play with a backup quarterback. Uh, shut up. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Why you got to bring that up? Who oh, cares? It, it matters. It, it doesn't matter. It's still, they it still haven't won. They still haven't won. So since their last playoff win, which occurred in the year 2000, they lost a wild card game the following year in 2001. They lost the wild card game in 08 after they won the AFC East with Chad Pennington at quarterback. They lost their wild card game in 2016, in which their starting quarterback was out, Matt Ryan Tannehill. Matt Moore started, not the pitcher, relief pitcher, left handed reliever. And then last year, obviously, they started uh, Skyler, Skyler right. Thompson. So it's been like four. That's yeah. interesting. And, al- and almost one last year with Skyler Thompson. Well, they, they, they didn't, though. Like what, what? What are you doing over there? They lost. Who cares? You know what it is, Evan? Like I know you. The Dolphins to me are the easiest non-New York team to root for in this postseason. Excuse me. If you've watched Rex, the coach is awesome. Two is a great. Well, story I think that's the difference. That's the difference. Is that Evan does not like the head coach? I don't like anything about this franchise. Why? And what makes? Do you? By the way, T, do you agree that that dumb statement that they are the most likable well, non-New York team in the playoffs? Is I, that what you I, said? I like Mike McDaniel. I do. I think he's quirky in a, in a unique way. He feels like a nerd who actually has a cool job. And his personal story is very interesting. I have always liked Tua because he's a great kid. I like Tua, too, by the way. It's the one thing I like about the Dolphins. Right. Raheem Mostert, uh, he, he, when he was on the 49, I think we had him on our show a couple of times. He's just a really smart, like fun kid who had a big game. Remember two years ago or, or three years ago when he was in San Francisco, rushed for 200 yards, beat, knocked out the Packers. But he's like a journeyman. Like, he's a nobody. He didn't have any success. Then he all of a sudden has these couple of years where he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. So I'd, li- I'd like his story. Um, Jalen Waddles, I, li- I like him as well. It's just, it's just I don't know. I kind of like the Dolphins. Yeah, but you know what? Not, the- not, not that I'm rooting for them. I just kind of like, like how they've gone about but becoming really good. We view football in so many ways so differently, right? You as a former player, me as just a maniac fan, but one of the ways we view it differently is I have no personal issue with Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. I got no issue with Tua. I have an issue with the logo. I have an issue with their fans. And so my dislike for the Miami Dolphins, why when Sunday night comes around, mm-hmm. it's actually an easy decision, as weird as that feels, to root for Buffalo. It's not about the player. See, I think what you do, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's probably mm-hmm. healthy. Well, I'm just part. telling you why you, I why I like the team. Yeah, you like the players. Right, I like yeah. I like stories, yeah, and they're a c- cool story. And by the way, Ace Ventura just kind of influenced my life in a way. Oh come on, 
Don't give me the Ace Ventura crap. It's true. It the is. other the other game that's very sexy is Saturday night, the Texan Cole game. That because that's another one of those. The winner of the game makes the mm-hmm. postseason. Now, the winner of the game also has a chance to win the AFC South if Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence is questionable going into that game on Sunday. But if Jacksonville gets picked off against Tennessee, then that winner will win the division. But for now, the winner makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so that's appealing, too. I find myself rooting for C.J. Stroud and the Texans. I don't know about Me you. Too. Me, too. I think he's just because I think he's he's on the verge of being the next great young quarterback. We always look for that next great quarterback, and I think he's he's in that conversation. But we also, and this is a larger story, larger picture. We lost all of our, I don't know, I don't know the every every week quarterback like those guys. They've been the Roethlisberger's, the mm-hmm. Philip Rivers, the Drew Brees, as he likes. Like we, they've they're all gone. Yeah. And so we have all of this like volatility in the quarterbacking position. It's frustrating. Because you just, I don't know, it just makes football hard to watch when you have terrible quarterbacking. And I think C.J. Stroud is one of those guys that's filling the gap, right, along with probably Brock Purdy and Trevor Lawrence and a few others. And so I, I like to see that the gap of consistent quarterback play get filled by young, good players, and he's one of them. And they, by the way, first game this year the Texans will play not at 1 o'clock. Yes, yeah, they've uh, so, exclusively played 1 o'clock till they get this flex yeah, Saturday everybody night thought, Everybody thought they were going to stink. Instead, yeah. D'Amico Ryan's has them, oh. you know, one game away from double-digit victory. There have been 66 different starting quarterbacks this season. That 66? Will be the, that will be the Holy number cow. after Sunday where you've got a bunch of guys starting this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, Carson Wentz is starting. Tyler Huntley is starting. Jeff Driscoll is starting. Blaine Gabbard is starting. And that's going to bring the number up to 66, which is big. But here's the one that jumps out at me. I think it explains the quarterback carousel more of injuries and ineptitude. Mm-hmm. Of the 32 teams in the NFL, 23 of them have had to use multiple starting quarterbacks. I think that one explains it better. That means right. you, it is rare in this modern NFL to get through a season in which one guy starts every game for you at quarterback. Only nine teams in the NFL started the same quarterback every single week. Nine. That's it. It's, it's an incredibly small number. Are all those teams in the playoffs? I'd be interesting to that. That would be the stat I, to think about. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to think about that. I have to go through almost every team to think. Like, right. I give you one that jumps out at me. Just Buffalo. They've only started Josh Allen. Am yeah, I correct Buffalo, about that? By the way, Buffalo. I'm, yeah, you're, de- you're definitely right on Buffalo because Buffalo and Kansas are the only ones to only start the quarterback. I don't think Miami started anybody but Tua, despite yep. the injury concerns coming into the season. They had a couple of lowest where they played Mike White, but yeah, they didn't start anybody. Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. The Buccaneers. Dallas, I don't think I think Dak started every game this season. Yeah. I mean, we could figure it out, but I yeah. think most of those teams, the Chiefs are one. Most of those teams, they're the teams in the postseason. I'll give you another game that I'm intrigued by this weekend, even though I think it's going to be a blowout. That's the Dallas Washington game. Because mm-hmm. the implications of the Dallas Cowboys somehow losing in Washington to a commander team that's clearly going to blow it up after this game is over. And then opening up the Eagle Giant game into somehow Philadelphia picking up the fumbled ball of the <laughs> NFC East. Like, I don't think the game will be close. Earlier in the week, I was thinking, ah, you know, typical Cowboys, they'll scare you. Well, yeah. But I think the closer we get to that game, the more I realize well, I think they're just going to kick their well, ass. Well, Jacoby Brissett, who started last week, is banged up. So right. Sam Howell is probably going to start, and he's probably playing for his career, essentially, because there's going to be a new coach down there. And if he's terrible like he has been, get sacked, those interceptions, then he's not going to be their guy. So Sam Howell might surprise you. Sam Howell's got some talent. He just makes a ton of mistakes. So, I mean, who, that's interesting. The other, the one that's interesting to me, yeah. it, even though it's it's probably going to be a dud-ish game because Lamar Jackson is not playing, is the first game on, on Saturday, which is the Steelers and the Ravens, only because of the Mike Tomlin aspect of this. Right. I, when when I when you hear that stat, like the twenty straight years of non losing seasons and seventeen of them are one guy, it's 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 unfathomable, right, to think that you never have had a losing season in your entire tenure as a head coach. And at nine and seven, they have a chance to make the postseason if they win this game, which maybe they will because Lamar's not playing and some other things have to go their way. I think by the way, the only thing I think they have to have happen is Buffalo lose. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a no, simple. And Jacksonville has to win. Oh, Jacksonville! I you know why I didn't even factor that in. 
Jack, that which is so convoluted because it feels like yeah. it's not related, but it is because it leads to other tiebreak tiebreakers. Yeah, it leads to a tiebreak strength of schedule type thing. Yeah, I I hear you, but just the the Steelers are interesting. To, they've always they're always interesting to me. One because it's the Steelers, and two because of my relationship with Mike Tomlin. That I think this is it's such a like a I don't know it's compelling to me. It's like, also I did I give you another reason it's compelling at least on my end. Steelers-Ravens, from my generation now, is like this historic rivalry. Yeah, it feels the black and blue. It's it's the yes. epitome of the black and blue division. Yes. And, when and it they, feels like the Ravens are that 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 purple purple color that a bruise would be. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just, I, like, I this is how I think way. about it. This is what I think about. The Steelers are this, like, steel town, this hardworking, straight blue collar, right, a, a, a type of town. It just feels like it's going to be a rough and tumble well, game. Well, because it always is. Right. And if someone ever asks, hey, what's the, the ideal football game? Like, the ideal game, you're sitting down, you have no real rooting interest, and what kind of football game do you want to watch? As a 40-year-old man, my answer is always, I want like a Steeler Raven, 16-13, mm-hmm. physicality, defense. Not inept offenses, great defenses. And I feel like these two franchises for the last 20-plus years, 20 years or so, yeah. have given us that on a consistent basis. So in terms of what's on the line, obviously you called it. Lamar's not playing. Right. The Ravens have the one seed wrapped up. The Steelers need help. So winning the game keeps them alive. But, but I, I just love that rivalry and the kind and the brand of football that we're yeah. likely to see from I don't think that John Harbaugh either is going to be, yeah, this game doesn't mean anything. Because let's not forget he did that in 2019. Lamar Jackson won the MVP 2019. They rested everybody the last week of the regular season. They go into the postseason after the bye week, and they lose to the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry goes goes crazy. They weren't ready for it. Like, you could tell the bye week and the bye week prior because they didn't play anybody. It hurt them. So he said, if I'm ever in that situation again, I'm going to play it differently. So even though Lamar's not playing, they're going to play it to win. Guys, the Ravens might be starting the better quarterback in the game. <laughs> you're not joking. I mean, you're That's not wrong. wrong. No, you're not crazy. You're not crazy with that at all, Sean. A lot of game, but a lot of games have meaning. The game you're calling means a lot. If the Buccaneers get picked off, Tiki's calling New Orleans, Atlanta. The Saints could make it anyway. If Seattle or Green Bay loses, which means the Green Bay Chicago game matters, the mm-hmm. Seattle game matters. And what I love about this schedule on Sunday is that usually. One o'clock dominates in terms of the amount of games. Usually there's eight games at one o'clock, and let's say three or four at four o'clock. Yeah. They evened it up. There's yeah. two, four, I think there's seven games in the four o'clock window, and there's seven games in the one o'clock. I think it's even, right? Isn't it seven and no, seven? No, I think no. It's, it's six. It's six, six in the, six in the four. Six in the four o'clock, and how many in the one o'clock? Seven. Six. So it's six at seven, one, yeah. seven at four, which is very unusual. No, then the other got, way around. The no, way no, around. no, it's six at one. And seven and four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at it. Six and one, seven and four. The two games on Saturday. I think Sunday is going to be freaking nuts. I I wish the NFL did that more permanently, where there was more of a mix between one and four o'clock. Because when you're sitting there in the one o'clock window, whether it's red zone or you got multiple TVs set up, there, there's so many games. And then at four o'clock, there's like three games. There's like four nah. games. Nah, what, would be nah. I because usually you still get that game everybody wants to watch every week at four o'clock. I don't want to cloud with five other games in Panatone. Well, you're doing it this Sunday. By I know. Way, what I what don't math? Like what, what? How bad are you guys at math? I'm staring at the schedule. Take this six games. I'm staring at it here as well. Bucks, Panthers, Browns, Bengals, Vikings, Lions, Jets, Pats, Falcons, Saints, Jaguars, Titans. Six. That's six. That's yeah. eight at one o'clock. I have. Okay. Now, what's the other game you have? Just the home teams. Yep. Titans, <laughs> uh-huh. Saints, Lions, Bengals, uh-huh. Panthers, Giants, Patriots. No, 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 no Giants. Giants are 425. Giants got flex 425. Oh, they got flexed. Oh, that's right. Which, by the way, I'm thrilled about. Jets yeah. at one, Giants at four. Let's go. There you go. We'll yeah, come. that makes sense. We'll make our NFL picks coming up in a few minutes, getting closer and closer to week 18 of this NFL season. Get to some of your calls, 877-337-6666. Ron is in Toms River, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Ron. Hello, Ron. What's up, guys? How's everybody? What's up? We're good. Hey, hello? You there? Hello? Yeah. Yes. Can you hear us? Hello, Ron. Okay, great. Um, I, I actually solved uh, the draft. Yes. Yeah. yeah, hello. Um, I actually solved the uh, draft of uh, kind of questions you guys have and pot, kind of put a uh, mirage uh, kind of calm down a little bit. How about this? The winners who just missed the playoffs 
who gets the first pick in the draft because they're only like a running back or a wide receiver away, and then they can make more trades to play uh, teams who are kind of like lower in the in the rankings. I already, I already, I already found a flaw with your point, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how sick and twisted this is because I already have it. I would never think this way. Tiki would never think this way. The New York Giants would be playing a win and get in game where if they win, they're nine and eight. They're the last wild card team. If they don't and they lose, they miss the playoffs to get the number one pick. <laughs> there will be losers. Let's just call him Bon Borash, who will say, I don't need the playoffs. I'd rather miss it and yeah. get the number one pick. Yeah, you want to go lose on Wild Card Weekend? You want the number one pick. By the way, very See? Dallas Maverick-esque. <laughs> yeah, I remember that from last year. That's the problem with that. That's why the, the only solution, and look, the only problem the NFL has, the NFL doesn't have a tanking issue the way I think the NBA has had, and even baseball has had. No. They have a fans talking about it and rooting against their team issue. That's the only issue they have. Yeah, but is it an issue if the fans, when the team actually wins, is still somewhat happy? They're kind of like, oh, okay, that's a, uh, I, we like the win. I wish they would have lost, but uh, you know what? I like the win. <laughs> it, just, it means more to win. It feels good. Tastes sweeter to win. You know what the problem is, though, Tiggy? What is that? I think, I could be wrong about this. I get the sense that you're in the minority as well as me. That there are going to be giant fans on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Not at MetLife Stadium. At home. Who are going to sit there, Marashian style, and say, I'd rather lose. And I think they're going to be Jet fans like that. And mm. it's more than we realize. And I feel sorry for them. But again, you're going to say that. And I'm going to be guilty of saying that. But you're also not going to actively be hoot and holler on every Eagle and Patriot touchdown either. Like, there's you know a way to do it. You know what the difference, though, is, uh, Tiki and Sean? Very different from the other sports. When the New York Mets stink and they're out of it and the games mean nothing other than, hey, if they lose, they have a better chance at a higher pick. You know what Met fans do? Not me, but most Met fans. You know what they Root do? For the they young don't, guys? No, they don't watch. They don't watch. Oh. They don't watch. It's true. They don't watch SNY, no offense. Right. They don't go to the ballpark. Same thing with the Yankee fans. They don't watch. When... That's a good point. I, can't, I don't think I watched the baseball game the last month. There you go. Perfect example. I'm, I'm being serious. And, like, and, I, I knew it was going on, but I never watched. And you were in the majority. Like, yeah. those that were still watching the Mets at the end of the crazy diehards. Same thing in the NBA. Like, my net team is about to go into destruction land. I'll still watch. Most people who actually do watch the Mets. Trade like, deadline, Ev. Trade deadline. Yeah, I'm aware. They're going <laughs> to stop watching. Like, in the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball, when your team is bad, you go click. I think the difference is on Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Jet fan is still watching. That's a fact. Yeah, Giant fan is still watching. Now you might not. You might not. You might not go right if you have tickets. You might be like, yeah, you know what? Weather's going to be bad this weekend. I'm, I'm probably going to stay home. But you're still going to watch. That's right. That's the difference. And that's the difference between all the other sports. You just stop watching it. Right. Dan's in Connecticut. How are you, Dan? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I have. I, I've been something's been boggling my mind for years, and I hope you guys can help me out. We all together completely trashed these coaches constantly, but it's the players in the end who miss the catch, miss the throw, miss the tackle. And you have these great coaches out there that if their players don't perform, it's always on them, no matter what the same thing with, you know, Aaron Boone, everybody's calling for his name, Showalter calling for his name. But you know, in the end they're great coaches, but you know, you send the guy up to bat, he misses a, a hit. And then, and then what it's on, it's on the coach. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting you you bring that up because I think how you how you penalize is too strong for word, but how you manage guys who are who are frustrated or playing poorly is is really important. And I'll give you an example, and it's and it's in this game that I'm calling. And the only reason I'm I can talk about it because I just asked Coach Allen about it. So there's a there's a young cornerback for the Saints. Name is Alante Taylor. He's been pretty good. Uh, but he got benched three weeks ago against the L.A. Rams. And I asked Coach, I was like, Dennis, why did you why did you bench Alante Taylor? I watched every snap from that game. And, yeah, I mean, there was a couple of plays where he got beat on, but he wasn't so bad. He said because he quit on a play. Mm. He quit on one play because wow. he got confused by the all the, you know, the, the Rams do all that crossing and motioning, and, and he just got confused and he, and he quit on the play. Didn't hustle all the way to the end, scored a touchdown, whatever it was. And he said, I couldn't let that be the example that ruined him, that ruined his confidence. So he benched him. And it was a lesson, not only to him, but also to everybody else on the team. So failure is, is acceptable. 
It's quitting that's unacceptable. And that's and it's a good coaching moment, right? And it like they lost that game, but it, it was important, I think, for Alante Taylor, and I think it was important for the rest of the team. So how you manage those moments is what makes you a good coach. It's not always success. Right. It's how you manage the failures. I, I think for for us who's not in the building or talking to managers or coaches every single day. When a team struggles, you try to figure out the why. And mm-hmm. I, we did a lot about this with the Mets, and it, it bothered me that we were trying to figure out the why when the why was pretty simple. They didn't pitch, right? Mm-hmm. They had guys have down seasons offensively. Like, I thought it was very easy to define why the New York Mets were bad. And it bothered me that we were trying to figure out, well, it must be the locker room. Yeah. It must be that. It must yeah. be this. It must be that. Yeah. And sometimes it's right in front of you. And sometimes it's not. Like, let's take a look at the New York Jets. Why? diagnosis, season's over, why did the Jets struggle? Now, some of it is injury-related, of course. How could I ignore the injury to Aaron Rodgers or the injury to Elijah Vera Tucker? But I think it's safe to say that some of their struggles were coaching-related. Hmm. It wasn't all on the players. Doesn't mean none of it's on the players, but some of it, if not a lot of it, was on this coaching staff. Well, I think when you talk about coaching – because he he was right. The last caller was right. The coach is not putting on a jock strap. I mean, maybe some of them do to to, to wear underneath their their out their shorts or whatever they wear. But I, look, they're not getting dressed and playing a game. So it ultimately is always on the player. So to me, it's less about like the coaching and the call. It's about the execution. And when the execution doesn't happen the way it's supposed to, what do you do about it? That's the only thing I have about with coaching is what do you do about the failures? What do you do about Lake and Tomlinson? you know, whiffing six times in a game on a guy who's lined up across from you or not passing off the game to to, uh, to Mekhi Becton and, you know, whoever the quarterback is at that particular time getting sacked. Like, what is the consequence to that player? And if there is none, then you're a bad coach. Yes! And so, and I think that, to me, that was the biggest issue with the Jets this yes! year. Yes! Is it, there was no consequence for crappiness. Amen. Right? So, Amen. Amen. You got me. I agree with you. No question. That was the biggest issue. And a lot of it was with, with Zach. Let's yes. be fair. Yes. It took him forever to bench the kid. Forever. Thank you. Did he need to be sat down earlier? Yes. Yeah, because yes. he wouldn't do what he was supposed to do. He, he wasn't executing. Shouldn't have been on the roster, Tiki. Shouldn't have been I mean, here. that's obvious. You heard you heard it in the in the comments from Sala when he asked about, oh, Zach's future. Eh, I mean, she'll be good somewhere else, maybe here. Who knows? Well, that shouldn't, have, shouldn't have been here this year to begin with. We have entered the final week of the NFL regular season. So it's our final week of regular season NFL picks. And it is brought to you by London menswear brand, Charles Sterwitt, shopping new favorites at ctshirts.com. By Wendy's, try the new pretzel baconator today. By Elec A25, building our future. And by Surfside Vodka and Ice Tea, your sunshine and I can't ask for it at your local liquor store. We didn't make picks last week. We were all off. The week before that, I went one and three, if you include the Thursday night game. And then Tiki, Lugie, and Sean all went three and one. So you all had productive weeks. So going into the final week of the regular season, and we will include the postseason. We will roll it over into wild card weekend. I'm in first place at 50-31-2. That's a good NBA season. 50-31, and 31, <laughs> one, one game short of the 82-game season. Not bad. Well, you got the two ties, so it's like you're already past it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Tommy Lugauer is 42-39-3, so he's eight games behind me. Sean is 39-41-3. He's ten games behind me. And sitting in last place at 34-49, and 49, 17 games behind me. Seven games out of getting out of last place, Tiki Barber. And remember, who finishes in last has to dress like a clown for a week. Mm. So get the paint ready, baby. All right, can I go first? Sure. Giants, Jets, Buccaneers. Getting four and a half, laying four and a half. Wait, hold on a sec. There you go. He, but he picked a game that's impacting him. I forget it. No, it's fine. Giants, Jets, Buccaneers. <laughs> well, let me write this down. You were very quick. Giants, we well, have. You know, I'll say Giants and Jets every time. You're right. <laughs> the Giants are getting five and a half, according to FanDuel. Yes. The Jet line, by the way, is all the way down in New England minus 1.5. I don't know right. if you guys have seen that. That's what I got. And then what's the line of the Tampa Bay game? You four and a half. Four and a half. All right. Lugie, take it away. Okay, I didn't see that line for the Jet game, but we'll go with that one and a half. I'm going to start with the game around the league. I'm going to take the Raiders here. When you get to the final week of the season, I know a lot of games do matter, but you look for the teams that have more motivation. And I look at a spot like this where the Raiders, Antonio Pierce, is playing for his job, playing for his future. That team has rallied around him. They've been spunky. And Denver... 
eh, they're kind of, you know, running out the string here. They bench Russell Wilson. So if I think the more motivated team here, rivalry game, Raiders laying the three, I'm going to take them. By the way, time out real quick. If I made that pick, if I on week 18 with yeah. 12 of the 18 games mattering yes. came on the radio and right. said, I'm taking the Raider Bronco game, mm-hmm. not Sean, not Tiki, but you, Lugie, would have attacked Yeah, me. I would have crossed you for it. I would have said you're a wuss, a weenie, you're taking the easy way out. Right. But you know what, though? We're, we're picking games based on what we think is going to happen. So that's why I'm doing it. But you're right. I would completely crush you. All right. As long as you recognize that. Do you, do you agree with me, though? You like the pick? That's what I read from that. All right. Uh, second game, let's go with the Pats. One and a half Patriots. I think the line opened at one, which made me think they think the Jets are going to beat the Patriots, which I don't know how the hell you could possibly <laughs> think that other than to relieve Tiki from hearing Evan bitch about it for another year. Dude, have you watched the Patriots quarterbacks, Lugie? But Tiki. bad, bro. It's Belichick on his way out. This is yeah. his Super Bowl of Super Bowls. He's going to stick it to the Jets. Bill the Belichick Patri- is also not putting on a jack strap, even though he could be one of those coaches that does. I know that, but the Jets are horrible, and their performance <laughs> against the Browns makes me think that they're ready to go play golf, which they've basically been doing half the year anyway give me the patriots to extend the streak i'm sorry tiki you're gonna have to hear evan cry about it for another year giants plus five and a half i'm gonna take him here because the dynamic here is number one the eagles are broken number two the giants have played well not well enough to win but they played well and i think they'll keep it close and you also have that factor if the cowboys are blown out the commanders the eagles may call off the dogs and they may allow the giants to at least stay in the game so i'm gonna take the giants Plus five and a half. I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Patriots and Raiders minus three. Sean Morash. All right, I'm going to start with the locals. I don't care who's starting at quarterback. The Patriots own the Jets. The Patriots will continue to own the Jets. Bill (laughs) Belichick is not losing this game to the Jets. And oh, by the way, we might be dodging some of the snow. Three to five inches at least in Foxborough during the one o'clock window right now. It's looking like. Who's the better running back? I don't Thank care you. who the better who's who's what defenders going to be slipping all over the place. What's wrong with Zeke? Whoa, what's wrong with Zeke? We got a feisty Tiki in New Orleans. <laughs> hey, those Jet defenders going to be slipping. I've always heard the passing games work. Give me the Pats laying one and a half. Hater. Game two. Our G men, my G men, your G men. The number's too big. <laughs> the number is too big. Brian Dable, I started the show with this, is a mastermind of coaching the close game and finding a way to lose. So I will take the Giants getting the five and a half points, and the Giants will lose this game 27-23. Just tight enough to make us sweat with our butt. Just because Brian up. Dable finds a nice, cute way to yeah. lose the game play, on purpose. Play hard. Right. Yep. Okay. Game number three. <laughs> I went back to a little research, as Evan you know, likes to do research. Every year. Since we've hit week 18, which has only been a couple years, there is a team <laughs> that is supposed to win to get into the postseason that absolutely inexplicably chokes. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was Aaron Rodgers and the Packers versus a Lions team that found out they were eliminated on Sunday night. The year before, the Indianapolis Colts and Frank Reich lost to the stinking Jaguars that last week, which got the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger one last dance. This year, it's the Jags. Mike Vrabel is going to play for for a win with the Tennessee Titans. And I think the Titans are going to win outright. There's been questions about Trevor Lawrence's health. The Jaguars have clumsily stumbled around here. Maybe it screws the Steelers from getting in in the Man. end. I think, Jacks, I think Jacks, Jacksonville's going to follow the Packer and Colt lead of the previous two, week, two years. Give me the Titans to win outright. I am taking the Tennessee Titans getting three and a half. Versus well, the Jaguars. That's a good pick. I like that one. Yeah, that's I good reasoning, totally too. totally see that happening, and you Me tend too. to be right about that. Uh, let's get to uh, my games. Let's start with a non-local game. I'm going right into the belly of the beast. The most appealing game of the weekend, which is Sunday night, the Buffalo Bills against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins haven't collapsed. That wouldn't be really a fair description of the way they've played. I think they've won five out of their last seven games. They're just frauds. Hmm. That's it. I mean, they're frauds. And don't give me the Dallas game as an example that they're not. And so when you go toe-to-toe with a team like Buffalo, who's been playing their best football, who made the offensive coordinator change they needed to make, and have played really well in a tough schedule when you look at some of the wins that turned their season around, specifically the Kansas City game, I think the Buffalo Bills, with a majority of the fans in that building in Miami rooting for the Bills, I think they finished their story. And they make the postseason. I think they've come too far to get tripped up by the Miami Fraudfins. That doesn't sound that good. No, it doesn't, right? Anyhow, give me the Bills in game number one, laying the two and a half on Sunday night against Miami. This concerns me. We are all going to pick the New York Giants. Like, you've all laid it out. 
I've said all week I think the Giants are going to beat the Eagles. Beat them outright. Forget the five and a half. So obviously I'm going to take them. But that does make me feel dirty. We're all picking the Giants. Mm. We're all. Uh, you Did we does. do this? Didn't we do this for a Thursday night game? Yeah. And we lost. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. Like, we this lost. isn't going to end well. It was the Charger game that they gave up 70 points. <laughs> oh, the right. fired game. That's yeah. right. That's, that's right. right. That's how it works. Maybe this Easton Sticks got something. I, uh, I guess I'll go down in that flame with you guys because I honestly think the Giants are going to win this game. I think the Eagles, forget about what happens in Dallas, Dallas, Washington, and in Washington. The Eagles are, they're a, a, they're a sick team. They're a team that's suffering. They remind me of the 08 Giants where things are slowly collapsing. And it'll end with a playoff loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Saints, whoever they play representing the NFC South. And I think the Giants put a little uh, punch into them. I think Toronto play well. I think this defense will end Wink Martindale's tenure as the Giant defensive coordinator with a bang, because I do think he's gone. And I think the Giants win this game outright. Give me the Giants getting the five and a half. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem about Jets-Patriots. The problem is, as much as I think we are going to lose to this freaking team, as much as Bill Belichick could never, ever coach his final game as the Patriot head coach and somehow lose to the New York Jets, as much as I genuinely think that, can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot in good conscience, especially with those two guys on the other side smiling. At New England, they always beat the Jets. Of course. <laughs> I can't do it. Give me the freaking Jets. Screw it. I'm getting a point and a half. They're going to win this game outright, and here's what's going to happen after they win. I know exactly my emotions. I'm going to be excited because I can't stand the Patriots. I'm going to feel good. And by the time we get to Monday and we're on the air at 2 o'clock, the depression is going to set in. Mm. And I'm going to say stuff that's going to bother Tiki. Yeah, but at least you won't come in and say, we can't beat the New England Patriots. <laughs> That's true. The no. Jets are winning, no problem. No, because you know what happens in September? Can we beat the Patriots when it matters? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that may be it. But it's going to remind me, wow, we ended the streak on a snowy Sunday in a game that didn't matter. The Jets are winning, no problem. Like, that's what it's going to be. It's like the Mets getting their first no-hitter with, like, a five-hour rain delay mixed in and nine <laughs> relievers coming in in September when you play in a crappy team. Like, that would be how the Mets broke their no-hitter curse. So I'll be happy because I'm rooting for my team, but I think by the time I get to Monday, I'm going to realize what the hell was that worth. The Jets are winning, no problem. It's like I walk away with an STD. That's what beating the Patriots would be like. But anyhow, give me the Jets getting the uh, point and a half in New England against the Patriots. So I'm taking Buffalo, I'm taking the Giants, and I'm taking the New York Jets. Week 18. Wow. NFL picks. By the way, did anybody mention no Devontae Smith now for the Eagles? No Devontae Smith for the Eagles. How about that? That's pretty New York York heavy when you think about it. Why, that we all pick the Giants? No, Bills, Jets, Giants. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about (laughs) it. Bills don't count. Yeah, the Canada's team. The Bills really don't count. We're in Jersey. (laughs) What are you talking about? You can (laughs) see the Empire State Building from MetLife Stadium. Yeah, like, I'll give you an example, and this will come across offensive, but I'll say it anyway. Alaska's not America. I mean, no one actually thinks that. It's Vancouver North. Like, Alaska's a, you know, we talk can, about it. I can it. see it. I can see it, though. What do you mean you can see it? What are you, Sarah Palin? You can see Russia from your house? <laughs> I thought that's what you were alluding to. No. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get to that. It's like we, we say Alaska's a part of the U.S., but it really isn't. Goodbye, SNY Baseball Night in New York. It's yes. just, it's non-contiguous. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard. I, I, got, I got a little piece of news. A little piece of news. Unnamed source. So earlier today, the Midday Show had Trevor Bauer on. Great interview, by the way. Check it out. I'm sure you can rewind on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you want to. Just check it out. Guys did a great job. I have been told from an unnamed source that Trevor Bauer has a horrible case of B.O. What? Yes. (laughs) That he is a very, very smelly individual. I have been Mm. told that on good authority. The person who noticed that got a whiff. Did a test to make sure, yeah. like, it wasn't him or it wasn't Sal or it wasn't yeah. somebody else. Anthony Schmallow. Absolutely 100% convinced that Trevor Bauer had as a horrible. Now, maybe he's done a lot of interviews lately. He yeah. was on Fox News yesterday. He's probably sweating, probably very nervous because what he's doing right now is begging to get a job in Major League Baseball. That's yeah, a nerve wracking thing. He's getting grilled around the, around New York. Yeah. 
Like, if, there's, if there's one team that's going to overlook it and pay him, it's one of the New York teams. It's not the Mets, by the way. The Mets are not signing Trevor Bauer. Can we put that out the window right now? They're yeah, not. I agree. And the he, Yankees shouldn't. But go ahead. Wow, look at you. Okay, that's a topic for maybe next week. Get into that one. Um, but Trevor Bauer smells. Is the mm-hmm. point. Very bad smell is what I've heard. Does that affect him potentially winning a Cy Young? Here's what I think it would affect. If he ever got a meeting with Brian Cashman, and, and I don't know if it'll <laughs> ever get that far, and Trevor Bauer walks in, and he smells that badly. Do you think Brian Cashman's going to sign him? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, for not Cashman strikes me as somebody who might have some bad beer. Oh, stop. That's no. not, I've been around Brian Cashman. And he he's been, no, he smells great. Even when he does great. the charity thing where he sleeps outside. He's no, well, he's, made, he's made so much money in his life that he, he will never smell. You know what? Pat Bowers made money. <laughs> I'll tell you this, Sean. You want to bash Brian Cashman's moves, that's totally fine. That's fair game. You want to get on his pitching uh, decisions, that's fine. Fair game. I know Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman is a friend of mine. Brian Cashman does not smell. And to make that accusation, apologize. I, I'm, saying, ho, ho, I'm ho, saying ho. it about Bauer because I was told by someone who was around I, him, the dude smelled today. I didn't That's say, what I was told. I didn't say Brian Cashman smells, but I could see him smelling sometimes when I look what at him. What kind of comment is that? Got a funk going on. You know how many people assume when they smell a fart in the air and I'm there that I did it because I'm the fat guy? Yeah, but that's a wrongful accusation. It happens in life. You deal with it. One wrong doesn't equal like two rights. I believe whoever smelt it dealt it. Right. That spot. So that's them. But don't put, put that on Brian Cashman. Here's my point. Trevor Bauer smells. That's what I've been told. You can take that information and do whatever you want with it. You don't have to care. I'm just saying, good source. Good source told me maybe you should go to some deodorant. Did that source get any videos up for us today? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, do not reveal our sources. Okay, they're very... Uh... I, I did. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to elude. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.